Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode um, of the Hub World podcast. Um, today, we're going to talk about today's, this morning's, uh, you know, Super Smash Bros. broadcast, The Final Fighter. So I'm Jules, and today I'm joined by... Mateo. And Gino. What's up? And it's a special day to be a Smash fan. Um, well, every day it's is a special been... day to be a Smash fan. Totally. But like today was like special. It was like, very, it was very been, bittersweet. Um, oh, completely. It's been like a long, long development cycle. Um, Ten years if you count the... Wii U game as well, which has been one continuous series of announcing new fighters and doing new things with the game, and it all culminated in this. How do you guys feel going into this uh, broadcast? What were you nervous? What were you? What were you feeling? Honestly, I I don't know what to feel anymore. Like it was it was definitely very difficult just to just knowing that it was that this was the last announcement. This is the last we're going to see of Mr. Sakurai for at least a while. But then again, that's what we thought about like when Bayonetta was announced for Smash Bros. for 3DS and, and Wii U, right? Like, oh, here's here's our roster for the next 5-10 years. And then two years later, we got the, the ultimate announcement. So just like, I don't know. Maybe there's another Smash Bros. in the work that we don't know about yet. But wouldn't that be nice? Sa- it would be nice, but Sakurai needs a break. It's yeah, very man. wishful thinking. He needs a break. Yeah, I think with that, yeah. we know that we're only halfway through the Switch's lifespan, and I, I don't think Nintendo would do another Smash on, on Switch, especially after how big this one was. Like they're gonna have to do a pretty big overhaul for whatever comes next. Yeah. But I was definitely yeah. feeling nervous. Like I was, I went into this feeling, um, very much like it doesn't matter what's announced here because I'm just happy to see Sakurai say his final goodbye. So I wasn't really expecting much in terms of being satisfied from anything today. Mm-hmm. Well, before we start off, I do want to say, um, called it, all of us called it since the very beginning of the podcast, it wasn't Gino. It was not Gino. And, you know, today, this episode is kind of serving as our final farewell, which I think we should close with that farewell. But um, that's coming up in this episode. So if you stick around, and you're a yeah. Gino fan, you but, will uh, hear. You already know the good news, at least from our well, perspective. <laughs> my kind of thing going into this, uh, this direct this morning was uh, basically, I knew the leak, but you know those types of things could always be wrong. But like, I just wanted to go in. I wanted there just to be a big announcement. I wanted them to end with a bang and they sure did. Like they played the biggest card that they potentially could have, or one of them at least. So, and I think we're going to go over that. So, um, the video is about to start here. So what we're going to do for you is we're going to play it twice and we're actually going to kind of walk you through our reactions because Gino and Mateo were together. I was on my own. So, I can go first um, and kind of explain how I was feeling throughout the trailer. Um, And then um, we'll kind of just continue the discussion after that. By the way, if you want to hear what our impressions were for every new fighter, we did just have a special Smash Bros. episode, which you can check on YouTube. Um, We'll talk a little bit more about that after, um, but the trailer is about to start. So I'll walk you through where I was kind of at for today's announcement. 
So this, so I'm just waiting for it to start. So at this point, they Sakurai just shown the Doom guy, me fighter. Um, my friends like Mateo knew the leak, and they knew who I wanted in Smash. So they kind of did a little bit. Even though I saw that Sora was rumored, I didn't really look too much into it, and my friends did a very uh, good job of hiding it. But anyway, I, I thought it was going to be Halo. So when I saw the 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 Smash logo, I was fully intending for it to turn into the Halo ring while it was in Inkling's eye reflection, and then for Master Chief to just drop down, because that's kind of the rhetoric that like Joe and Mateo were feeding me last night, and I think... Joe might have felt like Master Chief was actually coming, but Mateo, I'm not sure where you felt, but I felt like it was kind of like to to pull me in another direction. Yeah, I was I was completely sold by this uh, Disney music leak. So yeah, so like I was being pulled in this other direction. So when the fire fell, I knew it wasn't Master Chief. I was like, who the fuck could this be? Um, and I was expecting just somebody random. And I like honestly like I. Sora didn't even cross my mind because he doesn't really have anything to do with fire. And then I remember just watching this and being like, who is this? And then the Mickey Mouse symbol, and I like, I don't even know what came over me. Like, I was just like in shock. And then the keyhole hits and the music starts playing, and I just started to like weep. And I, it was like a complete emotional response where I was just so overwhelmed with this was happening because I came into this expecting literally nothing and not caring who this fighter was. And then it ended up being my like all time, like most wanted, never thought it would ever, ever actually happen in smash character. Despite the fact that I knew the rights around Sora were difficult and I was like, I couldn't, I just like, everything other than that rumor, which again, like I didn't really read, would have told me that Sora was not happening. Sephiroth um, was in the game in this past, so we already got a square fighter. There were rumors that Disney had asked for Sora, and Disney said no. And our Nintendo had asked for Sora, and Disney said no. And man, I've just, I'm so... I'm still in shock. I'm not even hyped. I'm just in shock. But um, we can go back and kind of play. Like, I want to hear about your guys' experience with it. So I'm going to kind of rewind here. um, Away from Ariel and Mermaid Sora all the way back to the beginning of the trailer. So what was your guys' experience with this one like? So... gosh. Yeah. Mateo already knew. Yeah about the leak and he was already sold on that i purposely stayed away from anything smash bros related i stayed away from reddit i stayed away from like even when mateo and joe were talking spoilers and stuff i actually would leave the discord group and i just would not would not engage so um it was just it was just a shock honestly like when i saw the flat the smash bros logo um kind of like like peter out and just turn off and everyone kind of turned into plastic and stuff here i was getting like mega dark souls vibes because like oh okay fire represents life 
in the Dark Souls world, and you are your character is the the last little like kindling of hope. It's like, okay, do you reignite the fire with your soul, or do you do you end the cycle of life and death? And when I saw this, Mario reaching towards the bonfire, right? I'm like, oh, okay, so there's some maybe some Dark Souls vibes and stuff here, right? But I'm like, it's also way too dark. And then like Mario does this fire whip thing. And I, I, I didn't know what to make of it. And then you can I saw vaguely Mickey, see the keyblade. In... I saw the lucky emblem, and I'm just like, holy crap! <laughs> the lucky emblem. Is, the lucky is emblem. It, is it, I'm, I'm like, and I'm thinking, okay, is it going to be Sora? Is it going to be like someone different? Because like we got Min Min, right? Like you never know. Like it could have been, it could have been anyone that came through the keyhole, right? And then like, okay, Sora, this is great. And then I and I found myself instantly thinking, okay, well, if Sora is here, where is Riku? It's Riku. <laughs> and so was this whole time then, Mateo? Were you just like so sold that it was Sora that nothing wavered like that that belief well, in you? The discussion Joe and I had yesterday was like, well, it's possible that maybe this like the person that leaked it didn't know exactly what was going to be like representing like what Sora was going to be, whether it was an actual playable character or a me costume, because like Sora very well could have had a me costume like doom guy did. And they could have music paid track. the rights to play the music track over top of that. And it could have been anyone, but no, the person doubled down said, no, the playable character is Sora. Um, so that was my expectation going into it. But like Gino said, like it, it, I did not get. There was no inclination that this was going to be Sora, and literally until you see the Keyblade. But so I was pretty well sold that we were going to get Sora, no matter what. But the thing that I really liked though was the fact that they brought the trailer back to the beginning of yes, the Smash Ultimate, uh, yes, journey with Inkling and the flaming Smash Ball and like all the all the characters there like that was such a cool moment to end the yeah and i think when i think about it like when i actually think about it because like i got like i said i got really really emotional and like i'm gonna psychoanalyze myself a little bit here um i think part of what made that special um, because I remember like watching the trailer and like one of the thoughts I had after was like, wow, that trailer like really had nothing to do with Sora, you know? Oh, just um, wait. <laughs> but 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 that's the, the thing is trailer. But no no no, but I not that I watched the yeah, like but like I'm not I meant like the trailer, like the cinematic leading up to him really didn't oh, yeah, have yeah. anything to do with him. Mm-hmm. But in retrospect, thinking about it and thinking about what Sakurai tells us later, right? Like Sora was the winner of the Smash Ballot. Like Bayonetta was the one where he was like, hey, like she's the most realizable. Like she wasn't the top character, but she's the best we can do kind of now. Like he's like, no, like Sora won the ballot. Like he 100% was the number one character worldwide. And I'm realizing that the point of that trailer was not to showcase Sora. The point of that trailer was to be a love letter to the fans. It was saying, like, you've been on this long journey. We're taking you right back to the beginning where Inkling saw everybody. And 
all the characters are there waiting for the last fighter, the one that was most requested by fans some six, seven years ago when they did the Smash Ballot. It was like they were waiting for him. Like they're like, this is the end of our journey. This is the last time we will ever have 89 characters in the game. And we're just waiting for that last one. Yeah. And it was Sora because he was the one asked for. And that's what makes it so special is because I don't feel like this character, even though I personally love Sora, I know it's a personal thing to me, but I think for all Smash fans, this was never about Sora. Like Sora's a big deal in himself, but I think the biggest thing to come out of this presentation for me isn't that it was Sora, it's that the character was the ballot character. Like that made this so special. Mm-hmm. that like Nintendo like listened and they fought for seven years to get rights from Disney to put the character that the fans asked for. Like they yeah. made the impossible happen with Microsoft. They made the impossible happen with Square Enix. Like they made the impossible happen so many times and they even got Disney to agree to this because that's how much Sakurai gave a shit about his fans. And it's like anybody who thinks that Sakurai's fans are too much is wrong. Like, there's a reason people like Sakurai. It's because he does shit like this. Yeah. And I think he I think he went over it in this one as well, right? Like, or at least later on it was revealed that, like, this, like, Smash Ultimate was the last thing that Satoru Iwata asked him to do. And that's why I think Sakurai gave so much of a shit when it comes to this game, it's because this is like him trying to like honor his friend. Yeah, I think so. And that's what I think makes this whole project special. And like in our retrospect, so um, like we, for those of you who don't know, we just watched all the Sakurai and his posters, newcomer trailers. And yeah, Sakurai and his posters are hilarious. But we, we just watched all of the newcomer trailers before this. And like, looking at that journey of like where we were at, like when Smash Wii U started, and this was only 10 years ago, there was only one game before where the roster was like half the size, less than half the size when it started. Like the characters we were going this nuts for were characters like Mega Man. And I'm not saying Mega Man isn't a big deal, but thinking about Mega Man now, he wouldn't be a big deal now because of how much has been accomplished since. Like, Cloud was such a big deal. Banjo was such a big deal. And like, this is the biggest deal. That's the thing is like, we already know that Microsoft is playing nice with Nintendo. So I feel like even if Master Chief was the character, as big as that would be, it's almost like the corporate barriers wouldn't have been as impressive. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, definitely. Like, Master Chief is something that I think. Nintendo, like a character Nintendo could easily get the rights to. It's just a matter, like they, I think, would be the ones that would be the, the, like Nintendo themselves would be the ones to need convincing to get Master Chief and Smash Bros. Like, agreed. Because, just because of, you know, He's the genre and, and, right, like stuff like that. But yeah, Sora, because like Sora, the character is owned by Disney. And then Kingdom Hearts is developed by Square Enix, and then the music's its own. Like the characters are one thing. The music has different composers. The composers might have 
rights to the songs. Disney's involved there. Square's involved there. So like, there's a yeah, lot of Kingdom moving Hearts parts, music. a lot of right holders. It's just, it's just a. It a, is messy. A, yeah. It is messy. So, but I just still can't I, believe this. Oh my god! Like, and like that was part the, of the reason why Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts Two could never get redone is because I think it was with it was to do with simple and clean. The the um the uh, the lady that take that uh, the singer she owns the digital rights and for whatever reason it was not in their contract to like they like you couldn't get the game because of that because of some kind of distribution thing because yeah. of simple and clean and yeah. it took forever to get the Kingdom Hearts remastered games out right and then even just to get them like you had to release them on a physical copy and you, they couldn't be done yeah on, they couldn't be done like, digital East. yeah they couldn't be done because of rights and stuff and it was just it was just a mess yeah and to think like how far not only nintendo came but also disney because like kingdom hearts was also in a weird place i'd say leading up to kingdom hearts 3 and a little bit after kingdom hearts 3 as well because kingdom hearts 3 was definitely like it definitely succeeded but like even when you look at like the corporate barriers that existed within kingdom hearts like there were even points where people thought like hey like Kingdom Hearts is trying to shed Disney in the event that they need to. And to think that not only is Kingdom Hearts like stronger than ever now, it's also like like Sora's and Smash. Like that's I still can't believe that I'm saying that. Yeah. It's just incredible. Yeah, and like even with this game as well, like this is like this is the first big announcement. Like Kingdom Hearts is having its twenty year anniversary. Right, and like this is the first big announcement. And the next big announcement that happened during this same presentation, Sakurai says, "Yeah, we're getting all the Kingdom Hearts games coming to Nintendo Switch." Yeah, well, but that 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 is like, there's a huge asterisk like, on that. Yeah, there's a huge asterisk. Yeah, because just all the games, right? all the games, including like like I would fun. understand if Kingdom Hearts three was the only one that was on cloud uh cloud streaming. All the games are cloud stream games, yeah. even the ones that the Switch can definitely well, run. Here's the reason oh. I think they did that. I think the reason they did that, like in like thinking about it, I was like, well, Kingdom Hearts three had to be a cloud game. It cannot run on a Switch. And also the and, prologue or whatever it was. Yeah, and that's the thing is, so the second collection two point eight would also have to be a cloud game because just because of. 0.2 being in Kingdom Hearts 3's engine, which means that the only one that wouldn't have been a cloud game would have just been the the 1.5 plus 2.5 collection. Which but, realistically would have been the one that probably sold the best. So Yes, realistically. Yes. But I think the reason they did it is because in their minds they were like, well, why would we waste development time porting just one of them? When we like, if people want to play the whole series, they're gonna to have to jump on the cloud thing anyway for the other two. Just let's not waste time on it and just make all three to cloud. Because I'm sure it's much easier to do the cloud yeah. service yeah. than to do a port, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but still, like, I'm like just looking at this, like, Mateo. This must have been what you felt with banjo. I mean, like, this exa- just, it's like... exa- I it was a party. When banjo got announced, like we had a cake, it was it was like the banjo. Like I watched that trailer every single day until he came out, 
And then, like, I went through weeks whereas Banjo was the only character I played as in Smash Bros. Just because, like, mm-hmm. I just, I, I still, like, I still get goosebumps. Like, I'm, I'm just getting talk talking about it right now. I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah. Just like, and my most wanted character since Smash sixty four got into the game, and yeah. my favorite, he's my favorite character from my favorite game of all time. So, like, attachment is 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 deep between me and banjo but um just the thing is like sora is just i feel like like i've i joke around about kingdom hearts all the time but i really respect the the franchise i'm a huge disney fan and like i probably would never i well, i shouldn't say never but like right as of now i i i don't have the the motivation to play those games but i watched Gino play three I enjoyed that experience. I just really like, like, you know, it's a, it's Smash Bros. Sakurai is going to, like, play through all the games before he builds the character. And these character, like, like all the, especially the DLC characters, they're so true to their the source material. Yeah. Like, Sora has five alternate costumes. All his like main designs, and then the well, they're not um, alternate costumes. They just have different poses in. Um, in the UI, but they're actually the same thing. The technically no, 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 the only like, alt is timeless. Yeah, 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 yeah but like his 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 costumes from all the his appearances in Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. like his main costumes, and then yeah, the Timeless River costume, and then um, honestly, I'm not surprised. People are talking. I've seen been a lot of I've seen a lot of conversations online about like oh, why like there's no reference like there's no mickey donald goofy there's no like references to uh other like disney properties and stuff but like honestly i think i like for me i knew if sora were to get into the game this is the way i thought it was going to be yeah because there was never going to be had to move heaven and earth just to get sora in the game yeah to get mickey mouse who's probably like one of the most iconic characters of all time Disney's mo- the character they protect the most. That's their brand. Yeah, I don't know what what like, Nintendo would have had to give like a friggin' kidney or something to to, yeah. <laughs> to Disney to to get that right. Well, the funny thing is, um, this this had a lot of good moments in this uh in this broadcast and later on this happens uh from where we are now but there's one point when he's talking about the hollow bastion stage and sakura just name drops maleficent and i yeah. like i laughed i thought it was so funny i'm like that's hilarious that he's talking about a disney character in this this uh broadcast yeah. and like that's the thing is like i know kingdom hearts like at its core is a crossover between final fantasy and disney um but I do feel like it's gained its own identity since then. Mm-hmm. And like, I think like, the, and this is just me, I think just the aesthetic of Sora and his, you know, Mickey Mouse keychain um, on his key, I think that's enough to represent the Disney. Like, what I'm are you going to do? I'm surprised we got that. I thought they would have just put the Smash Bros symbol on the keychain or make the the keyblade the like look like like a Smash Bros version of the keyblade like how in Kingdom Hearts the cool. keyblade right it loses, 
like the thing is though the kingdom key is iconic. Yeah, yeah. it is. And so, it had to be a hundred percent perfect. Like if they had the Smash Bros logo on there, I would understand why because like you don't want to have like okay, the Mickey ears and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, like, like the, I can understand why even referencing Mickey Mouse or a greater Disney universe or whatever is going to make people re- it's going to justify people's requests for saying, "Oh, Mickey Mouse should be playable in the next Smash Bros game." And then that's going to snowball and say, "Oh, Shrek and SpongeBob and Goku and all these no, 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 like no, Goku has history on video games. N- non-original, non-video game characters being in Smash Bros. And that's what I was so afraid of with Sora. But seeing what we're seeing here, it comforted me to think that okay, that's actually not what's going to happen because like, realistically, Sora's probably never going to be in another Smash Bros. game again just because of, like, how seemingly difficult it was just to get him in this. But I could be wrong because, like, we all thought Cloud was that way in in alt, in, uh, in Smash 4. But I think that at least the sacred, like, Smash Bros. being a video game exclusive series is very sacred to me. I feel like the sanctity of that is going to be preserved in future installments. I think so so too, especially because in future installments, the roster is likely going to shrink. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think they're going to have to do something different than just using characters to build the hype, but who knows, right? Um, It, it is very hard to imagine where they can go from here. Um, And like, I think that was, Sakurai's intention, to be honest. Like, I I really do think that they've been holding on to this Sora card for a while. Like, I don't know when... Um, like, I was saying to Mateo earlier, actually, this, but I'll, I'll share it on the podcast. I'll share it with you, Gino. Yep. Um, I, obviously, like, even if they saw Sora as the, the winner of the ballot back in Smash 4, even if they didn't green light ultimate i don't think sora was ever going to be the character they put in because i don't think they would have been able to get the rights that fast and i also don't think that disney would have been willing to give the rights um for sora on what was a dying console like the wii u like what what would have been the benefit what would have been the exposure um the audience wasn't big enough it wasn't it just it just wasn't right um but i feel like at some point, like even back, I think at the very least, Sora was planned to be the fifth fighter in the original pass before it was, it was extended. And like Sora's been in the plans for a while, but Sakurai was very adamant about he's the final character. Like he's no matter how, if we do four or five passes, Sora's the last one. Like he has to be. I think that was Sakurai's intention completely and like we're talking kind of about a bit about like old leaks like that verge man guy who got everything right the only two things he didn't get right were he said there was supposed to be minecraft content and another square character and we all assumed it was hero because once the dlc got announced he said oh i've now heard it's hero but what if that square character was sora what if the last character on the base roster was also intended to be sora until they decided to make DLC and then they're like, okay, let's push him to DLC. And then they kept pushing him. But the other joke, on the other hand, maybe 
it wasn't the case, and Sakurai was so dead set on having Sora be in the game because Iwata wanted that, that he just kept making characters until they could convince Disney to say yes. And he would have made another like seven fighters passes if Disney had said no until he got the green light. I wouldn't be surprised if like Disney like gets all the money yeah. uh, just generated from Sora in this game. Like Disney would get like all the money for people that only buy Sora and then like one sixth of all Fighter Pass two sales went to Disney. I would, well, I would not be surprised. I'm I don't know if that's gonna happen with that. With it, it could. Um, but definitely if there's an amiibo, I think the only way Nintendo's negotiating a Sora amiibo is to basically say, like, we'll produce it, you can have all the all the costs. And I feel like Nintendo would like all the profits, because I feel like Nintendo would do that because they they know their fans and they're like yeah, they'll be pretty choked if we don't have just one. So even if we have to give 100% of the profits of the Sora Amiibo toward, like, to Disney, like, it's worth it just to keep the fans happy. Mm-hmm. What if the Sora Amiibo is, like, a Disney Park exclusive thing? Oh, I don't think they would it. ever... I don't think they would ever do that. Okay. Or, or maybe the plan was to push the, you know... $30 plus premium song DLC of buying Melody of Memory. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. Yeah, it is. I don't but... think it's ridiculous, but I hope that Sakurai will update the game in like a few months, similar to how he's updated with like spirits that have had like game tie in things and just add it for everybody. Because yeah, I still think there will be patches. I still think there will be patches. Because oh, I, I can't imagine they would just release Sora and never patch it. Like I think there will be a couple more balanced patches, like maybe one or two mm-hmm. after Sora. Um, so they could do something like that. Yeah, definitely. I I could I could see them doing something like that, maybe. But like. Hmm. Um, oh, so we're at this one point of the thing that yep, I want to talk about. Riku is here. Riku so, is right yeah, here. Yeah, so we see Sora. Riku this, right by here. the way, I would actually. I'll talk about this after because I'll talk about what I was going to say after. But so here, like, yeah, then he's. They show the dive to the heart. They show Sora. Riku is here, right? And, and Riku is here. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is cool. They're going to put all the characters. And then I see Roxas. I was like, yeah, Roxas, like. I was so hyped, and then Shion, I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, they're doing everybody, and then you start to see Terra, and you see Ventus, and then you see Aqua, and I'm like, okay, and now where's Kairi? And they just move on. And I was like, what poetic accuracy Sakurai has to embrace the spirit of Shaft and Kairi much like the source material. What are you talking about? There's a picture of Kyrie directly behind Sakurai. You're hilarious. <laughs> um, but I was I actually... Hope... Oh, go, ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, okay. I, I was going to say, um, I kind of hope there... Like, what's that area, like, that, that place called again? Dive the... to the Heart. Yeah, All I kind of hope that there's an option to just only have yes. the Dive to the Heart area as the stage. You just have and, to like, play on one stock. To... Yeah, because I, I kind of don't want to go to... Yeah. Like, Hollow Bastion's cool and all, but, like, 
I feel like it should have turned into um, from Hollow Bastion into the uh, oh gosh, what does it turn into? The Radiant Garden, and then that would have been nice. Where like the stage, like you see Kingdom Hearts appear, and then it just turns into the other one. That yeah, cool. see, I like. I also feel like I would have liked Dive to the Heart. Like I wanted Dive to the Heart to be the the stage, and when I saw Hollow Bastion, I was actually pretty disappointed. I was like, mm, that's not a great stage. And then when it changed Dive to the Heart, I got really hyped. But I agree, I wish there was an option. I feel like the reason they didn't do it is because they would have felt like, oh, people might think that this stage is very bland if it's just like a platform with pictures in the back. So they yeah, tried to make it a little different. But like at the same time, what I like about Dive to the Heart, if it was the only version of it, I'm okay with it changing to Dive to the Heart, but that feels like a final Smash stage. Because it's it to me, it feels very similar in vain to like a final destination. It's completely neutral, has one platform, and if it was just in the dive to the heart sanctuary, it would have felt like this is the last stop on your journey. Which I guess the spirit of that is still there because if you're on your last stock, you go there. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and this is also the last new stage. Yeah, exactly right. So, but yeah, it, I I do agree that if it was if it was just this, then I feel like it would have been boring, and then they could have, like for instance they could have had a stage hazard where like the um the giant heartless would just like the the big heartless dudes would just like show up or like the tornado of the little heartlesses and and yes. like, just show up like it it could it could have been that as well yeah um now what do you guys think of his um. His moveset. Moveset looks pretty good. Honestly, like... I like how it's all, like, floaty and stuff. It's, like... The the character itself is very much based off of Kingdom Hearts 1 Sora, right? So, like, he has his kind of, like, Mickey Mouse... Literally his Mickey Mouse costume. Like, with the yellow shoes, the red shorts, and... Not nearly enough zippers, but, you know... <laughs> this isn't 2006 anymore. Now, what um, can I just? I'm going to interject you really quick, um, yeah. just to notice a few things here. So, first of all, the fanfare is cool, and I love yeah. the logo they used, which is the the crown instead of the actual heart from Kingdom Hearts. But I don't know if you caught what what just happened at the end of that video. But this is something I actually missed. So I was during this, I had to make coffee because I had to go to work. Um, so the cho time I chose was when it was just doing the generic battle because i was like oh i won't miss anything he already showed off all the moves so adrian actually told me about this my roommate after and he's like it's so cool that they have that finisher i'm like what do you mean the fanfare like the end he's like no the finisher i'm like what are you talking about he's like if you win the fight with sora it does like that slow motion into the blinding white light thing yeah that happens when you beat a boss yeah, in kingdom heart really and i was finish. like what i was like because i was i was like i didn't even know that and then, because they show that in the, the end trailer, but I thought that was just a visual of the the trailer. And when I found out that out, that was like in the game, I was like, holy, Sakurai is a god. Those types did of you, details. Did you notice who they did it with? Sephiroth. Exactly. Sephiroth is always the hardest boss in the game. <laughs> False. But he is one of the hardest bosses, for sure. Yeah. He's not as hard as what's the what's that one that's brutal, lingering well I think. Anyway, I digress. Yeah, my my only thing is like, 
his mobility is insane. Like you could, I know like the, the thing that offsets his insane mobility and recovery is the fact that he's probably one of the lightest characters in the game and he can be KO'd really easily at a low percentage or. Oh, so, Riku is here too. Yeah, Riku that's is here. My so only, is that's my only worry. He's legend. But, I mean, I feel like, like this is obviously an earlier build of the game that, it's been balanced a little more since and it's going to be probably balanced more in the future so that if they do have issues with that that's something they'll patch but i don't know i i just i think sore looks incredible to be honest with you yeah. it's he's a, a very good disappointed ending. he didn't release today mm-hmm. but we gotta wait what's what's another yeah like, what's another couple 10 weeks, days right? yeah. whatever honestly, it is it gives us enough time to finish Metroid Dread. Yes. And then it doesn't Metroid compete Dread with... like four times until, and, until Sora comes out, so... And then it doesn't compete with Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, you know? Yeah. Nintendo just completely one-upped that game today. They I feel even so bad. Content. I feel so bad for that game. Like, like, just side note, like, we just played it because I bought it. We might do a little video on it later. Maybe we'll see. Um, either way, I feel so bad because even though the game is questionable, like the developers put hard work into trying to make their best possible like Nickelodeon fighting game with the budget they had, and they released this game that they've done a really good job of marketing and getting people interested in. And what does Nintendo do? Overshadows their entire game with the biggest Smash character announcement they've pretty much ever had. Yeah, they're just like, oh. There's your Smash clone game. Here's fucking Sora from Kingdom Hearts in our game. (laughs) I feel so bad for them. Yeah. But uh, this actually passed by a little earlier in the trailer, but we got confirmation that they're making more Amiibo. There's going to be a... Steve and Alex will be coming out in the spring. You can buy them individually or in a double pack, which is really cool. And I assume they're going to be... They're going to yeah. do that with Pyra and Mithra as well. Yeah, will um, they be a double pack, probably. or will they be on the same amiibo stand? Do you think they're no, they're, they're separate. They're separate, but you can buy them together. In I think one so. package. Um, I think you will. Yeah. And there was there was that little bit of uncertainty when we had the Mister Sakurai presents for Kazuya. Um, but like we said earlier, they didn't mention anything about Sora, which is a little nerve wracking for me because I have. The, the Smash Bros. set. So, like, you know, I'm a completionist. I want to have all at least one amiibo of all the characters. And if there's not one for Sora, then... I don't know. I don't want to go down, like, the custom amiibo route or anything like that, because that could be very pricey. But... Mm-hmm. I, I just I just want to give them my money, and if they don't want... If my money's not good enough for them, then... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really, really tempted to I'm get, I'm telling like... you guys right now. Wait, wait, hold on. He just said, if you keep working on something, someday it'll be complete. Those words I'm going to frame and use to quote every single time are very personal film project that I won't speak the name of on this podcast. Gets turned down for its fourth installment. That's what Sakurai told me. If you work hard on something, you'll complete it one day too. Mm -hmm. Holy cow. Yep. Oh, that'll be a that'll be fun. That'll be fun if we eventually do get back to that. Yeah, that but yeah, 
What I was so, going to say is I was really te- I'm really actually tempted when the Steve Amiibo comes out just to get like a few extra ones and like make my my custom Minecraft character and just paint over it. You should. That would be cool. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be like someone online that'll like offer that service. Now, Sakurai did a really good job of just like making this a celebration. Like I love how he's like telling us all these stats at the end. Like this really like I don't think this broadcast could have gone better. Like mm-hmm. he did such a good job. It was so emotional. It was so such a homecoming. It was so bittersweet. Um, I think it's just and like even the fact that like Sora is a character that travels between game worlds or between worlds of like it. It makes me feel like he's connected to Smash, and I'm so excited to see what they do with his classic mode because my personal hope for it is I hope that Sakurai... I don't think he would make it this special, because I think if it was this special, he would have actually shown it in the direct, um, or in the broadcast. But I, my dream is that they'll have him going through all the game worlds, accompanied by Duck Hunt. <laughs> yeah, that'd, be, that'd actually be funny. Cause, that yeah. would be really funny, because Goofy's a dog and Donald's a duck. Yes, and if it doesn't happen, I will be so disappointed. But I think it would be cool if he goes through the major game worlds. Like, he goes to Mario's world, and he fights, like, Mario, Peach, Luigi, and Bowser, and he goes to Zelda. And, like, he goes to, like, each stage would actually be, like, almost like All-Star mode was back in Brawl. Well, yeah. what if Sora's classic mode has, like, because, you know, Kingdom Hearts, you would go to the Disney world, just say you go to the Aladdin world, and then Aladdin's, like, a party member on your team oh. when you go through there. So, like, what if you go through the Mario world? Mario is a party member. He's a he's and on Duck his team. And then you fight, like, Bowser, Bowser Jr. Like, you'll fight mm. the Koopalings or whatever. Like, maybe they'll put eight-player games or something in in the classic modes just to like flesh out the the world that Sora's in as much as possible. Me fighters with hoods. Stuff um, like that. Just everybody like, in their black costumes so that it's like darkness took their hearts and they're their heartless forms. Oh gosh. Yeah. I wish Sakurai explained the, the heart BS <laughs> at the beginning. He at least attempted to it. It would have been hilarious. They could have had I a really funny I don't think joke it would have been there. Possible. Yeah, well, obviously know. not possible, but a, but a funny joke. But he's like, yeah, that he did say the Kingdom Heart games are like, it's a lot to get through them. So yeah, it is. I mean, they're long games, and there's a lot of games, and they're on so many different consoles. And now, when you factor in the the mobile games and the yeah, rhythm games, they, they game. all play differently, except for like the main series ones. And hey, I am, I would be surprised if Nomura ain't throwing. Kingdom Hearts lore into Smash Bros with Sora. Like, oh, I could God. see Sora in the next game, like, waking up and being like, I went to the strangest world where I, f- I made so many friends and we sparred together and now I'm a real hero. Oh, gosh. <laughs> of course. I always found, like, this part here where, like, Sora's kind of, like, flying around like Tinkerbell. I, 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 I thought that this was, that part was weird. Oh, but it's very Sora. I just realized something. What? What? In the intro trailer, in this trailer, all of the characters lost their hearts, and Sora came to return them. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, they were all dead because like they had lost hope. 
smashes smashes over and so i was like not over i'm here what if this game is so accurate like sakurai is so accurate to this series that what happens is because sora used the power of waking to bring back 88 other hearts we're only going to get him for like two days and then he's going to disappear from the roster just like in the lore of the game where he used the power of waking too much and then he disappeared He's gonna disappear yeah. in the next game. He'll be in this one. No, did forever. the door to darkness have a symbol on it? Like it was the Kingdom Hearts logo, right? I don't think that was the door to darkness. I think it was just like a door that was modeled after the door to darkness. It didn't look tall enough to be the door to darkness. Yeah. What what else could his final smash have been? Like, what about the pirate ship? <laughs> no, I, actually, I actually like I his final Gino. smash. I, I just told like you know, I wanted the 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 hype train. Or at least we call it the hype train. The, the finishers from that are based on like the theme park attractions. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts Big Thunder Day. Mountain. Big Thunder Mountain was the hype train too. I love this extended trailer, by the way. Yeah, I bet you. Scene where he like goes yeah, through like all here. the worlds. Yeah, and then at the end here, where he handshakes Mario. Yep. With all the characters behind him. Yep. That, that everyone everyone's saying that that's wallpaper material right there. Oh yeah, I already have it downloaded. Um. <laughs> but yeah, so. Um. The video is kind of right. over now, so I'll just kind of leave it. Copyright on... Disney. <laughs> and you always uh, so see that. I'm just going to leave until we finish our discussion. I'll leave it on a picture of Sora and Mario shaking hands, like we said, wallpaper material. Um, it, it is It is so good. It, oh, I love so it. Nice. It's so nice. And the thing that's nice about it, again, it's like I loved Banjo, and I love Banjo's reveal, but I think the only thing that soured Banjo's reveal compared to this one. I think that this is ultimately what put Sora over the top of Banjo for me. is because Sora was the last one and it was not only a celebration of him, but a celebration of all the characters being there for him. And it's like, if if Banjo was the last character right now and they and this was the first time, like, let's pretend Steve was never announced um, and Banjo was coming and he was the last character and they did this for him, I probably would have had the exact same response. Mm-hmm. Right, like it's. I think it's the mixture of not only was it like the big feat and a character we all loved and wanted and respected, um, but it was like that that piece. And that's what I love about that picture is it's it's not that Mario and Sora are shaking hands. It's that like there's like all the characters there and they're like, oh, look who it is. Everyone is here, but Riku wasn't in that picture. <laughs> Riku was not there. But he is in he is in Sora's heart. But uh, yeah, so um, we're gonna have I, to start shopping around for a Smash Bros. banner now. A, a oh complete yeah, one. I've already yeah. tried looking. It's uh, and you know what we're also to gonna have to do is um, well, I'm assuming this this is the end of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, plugging. No, wait, yeah. wait. We gotta plug a little bit before we yeah. we get to pulling out the cord. Okay, so the first plug we're going to let you know about is um, we like we hope you've enjoyed this discussion. We still have a little bit more, but um, we did what we are doing now on a much smaller scale for every single newcomer that has been announced since Super Smash Bros. for Wii U. Um, in our last video, our Super Smash Bros. special, um, it was on Spotify. It's not one of our episodes. Um, it's a special episode. Um, you can listen to it there, but um, and on Apple Music and 
Google, Google. What are, what are the other things we're on? It's Google Podcasts, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Sorry, um, but we we recommend that if you are gonna watch that one, like go to YouTube because then you can follow along with the videos. It'll probably make it way cooler. Um, it's a longer video, so, so it is good to like if you mm-hmm. have a snack or a cup of coffee and you just or you just listening to it before you go to bed or something. It is a longer one. But it's definitely worth it, and we do go into like sharing our personal journey yeah. through the past, uh, the past almost decade. Yeah, it was definitely a very personal journey for us. Yeah. Um, so we hope you listen to that. Um, that's actually going to, and the second plug, because there's multiple plugs, is um, that that and this and um, a couple other things are going to be part of a special Super Smash Bros. kind of event or celebration um on spotify and um apple Podcasts and google Podcasts, we can't really group them together because some of the episodes are going to be actual episodes um so we can't really group it with the special but if you go to youtube we're actually going to make a special playlist for super smash Bros. specials it'll include um this our reaction celebration of sora um as well as our super smash Bros. special from earlier in the week um as well as even our earlier super like our actual our first episode of yep. the podcast which was a super smash bros episode and we have a at least one more coming relatively soon um and those will all be part of that playlist so check those out um actually there is one other one we can throw in there um i believe it was our 20th episode or was it our 10th was it our april fools yeah it was that one but anyway speaking of that episode the topic of that episode was why Gino should be in Smash, and clearly we are devastated now that he's not. Um, oh yeah, whatever so, we do, so heartbroken. I um, I am not prepared to wait another ten years for my favorite puppet to make it into a video game. Yeah, that's true. So all I can say, I'll like you guys should say your final words to the Gino fans, but this is my final words, Gino fans. I told you. We were going to say goodbye to you and put an end to this today. And we have my only regret is that Sakurai didn't have the foresight to not include Gino's me costume with Sephiroth so that that gave you that little extra hope for it to be crushed today when he showed you today that Gino was a me costume. That's the only regret I have. The only no, one. Jules, what they should have done was they should have given the Sephiroth add-on that should have been Doom Guy, and then have the Gino Me costume revealed right exactly. where Doom Guy's was. Yeah, that's yeah. what I think too. Exactly, that would have been so funny. It would have been even more sweet. It, it, it would have been so it would have been funny. sweet, sweet, sweet victory. Yeah. Uh, Mateo, you want to go? Um, I'm just happy that Gino fans can be miserable. Well, they. They'll be miserable for a while, but the problem is they'll be back, and the next when the next Smash Bros. game comes out, you know damn well where they'll be, and we'll be here shutting them down and trying to silence them because there's no way Gino deserves to be in a Smash Bros. game over actual Nintendo characters. So I I'm ready for the backlash. I'm ready for the fight we're just starting here. The Hubble podcast yeah. just began. We're very early on here. We got a lot of energy to take on the Geno fandom. So, Geno fans, yeah. we will be here. Sure. So, 
Yeah. And I I do want to extend a bit of an olive branch here, a bit more of a uh, a bit more a bit more of uh, like my like of of course I I was devastated that uh, Goku wasn't in in Super Smash Bros. But then again, <laughs> Goku wasn't a, wasn't a realistic expectation to begin with. Uh, hopefully, we can enjoy the complete and final version of this game with the me costume, which is like look, Waluigi didn't even make it into the game, right? Like. I hope that uh, instead of us saying uh, to the Geno fans, don't subscribe, don't whatever, hopefully they've learned their lessons. And now that they've renounced the ways of the puppet, they can, uh, they can resubscribe. And, and uh, now that this fog has lifted, uh, I would like yeah. to welcome them. I would like to welcome them as smash fans back to uh, back into the fold because that puppet ain't happening. <laughs> well, um, I, actually... I will also just. I know. Do you oh. want to go for it? No, I, I was just gonna say I remembered something, but uh, if you, it's about if it's about Gino, then yes, I'm just gonna. Okay, so the last I think I said that that was my last thing. There's one last thing I I wanted to say. Gino fans, it is possible that maybe one day you will have your dream in the next Smash Bros. game, if Sakurai realizes that he's gone so big. That the only way to do something new is to go as small and obscure as possible, put in the <laughs> shittiest of the shit, because everybody's expecting the best of the best, and that's the only way you're getting your character. And you yep. better just take that as a win. So, if your character, if you see in the next Smash trailer, um, when Smash Six comes out, an announcement trailer that features. Not only Geno, but Plum from Mario Golf and the Warp Stone from Star Fox Adventures. You know what you've done, and you know you've won, and you should sit in your shed and eat it. <laughs> Savage. Those those be fighting words. But yeah, but, what are um, we gonna do for our outro now? Well, I, I, that's something that I think we should just retire completely. I think we need to find a new fandom to hate on. No, I think we should switch it now to fandoms that we should back, and I think we should start ending every episode saying Microsoft make a new banjo game. I can get no. behind that. I can get behind Microsoft make a new banjo game. Phil had I lunch. Definitely. Phil had it's lunch. Settled. I think. I think that that's how we should. I think that's how we should end things. Phil but, had lunch. Uh, quickly though, you mentioned if you're a banjo that... fan. Like and subscribe. Microsoft but, make a new banjo game. Uh, I forgot to mention the hub world is actually going through a little bit of a merger of sorts. Uh, oh yeah, we are going to be picking up uh, new Let's Play content from Co the Cosmosis Plays channel. Our dear friend Adriano uh, over at Cosmosis Plays was working on a Wind Waker randomizer series, and he had just announced also a Legend of Zelda Oracles randomizer, and he's going to be now posting those videos on the Hub World. So Adriano is going to be posting games, uh, episodes, uh, as frequently as he can. Gino's going to be also posting his World Ends With You Let's Play. So there's going to be and Thursdays. a lot of Let's Play content coming to the Hub World. In the next and speaking, speaking of Gino's Let's Play for the Worldlands with you, if you're looking forward to our new 
like our upcoming podcast. There actually is one coming very soon. Um, that's going to kind of give you, I think Gino hinted a little bit in his first episode of the hub, or uh, the, the hub world ends with you. If you watched it uh, when it launched on Tuesday, he hinted that there was a larger reason why he was playing it. And that podcast should be happening very soon. So look forward to that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just got, we got a lot of stuff. Yeah. In, yeah, in Metroid pipeline. Dread is launching, so we we're gonna have some Metroid stuff coming up. Um, so yeah, there's there's some good ODC oh, fandom. Uh, they're yeah, gonna start. We're we're putting in the work. Uh, we're seeing that uh, we're getting noticed a little bit more out there on the YouTubes and everything. So if you're one of those new subscribers that just joined us a little while ago, or one of our tested and true fans that have been here right from the very beginning, we we. We see you guys uh, viewing uh, viewing our stuff out there. Thank you very much for supporting us, especially in these early days. Yeah, we're not even at 300 subscribers yet, but every single one of you guys matter, and it's been it's been really really nice to see. Like we have our we have our dedicated base, and we're looking to grow that hopefully. And keep your eyes peeled here on the Hub World because we we do have a lot of really cool stuff planned out. Yeah, in the future, and we'd like to to remind you all as well, like please like comment let us know things you'd like to hear um we're always open to trying new topics or exploring new ideas so like please like comment if you wanted to hear us talk about something um and also thank you to everybody who has been listening up until now um i know a couple of my students follow us quite um quite religiously and i'm so thankful for that and giving them a shout out for listening and dedicating to that but um yeah it's been it's been a a good ride and i feel like we opened with smash in our first episode and i feel like smash was the driving reason why we started this podcast in a way because smash is like something that's so speculation based and like i think a lot of the like the nintendo direct hype culture that we've now grown into started with smash so it's the end of an era, but um, I'm thankful it ended with Sora and not Gino, because we could have been in a much worse timeline right now. Yep. yep. And it's not really like for Smash. At least it's not a goodbye. It's more just like a until next time we need to take a break. And I think that's a good place to break it here as well. I know we said goodbye like four times already, but yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, thank you for um. Thank you for listening. Remember, Sora launches for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate October 18th. Um, So, you know, look out for that. And we'll see you next time. Microsoft, make a new Banjo game.